0: So hello and welcome to another episode of Big Punch Classic. Hello. It's good to be back. Yes. Uh, we missed last week. We did. We had other... For cruise. varying reasons. Yeah. Why, I can't they, remember what they are. Yeah, no. I'm sure they are valid. Yes, yeah. valid valid and apt, I thought. You've been working very hard. Mm. And I was preparing for MCM London. You were. Oh, yeah, which you were. has now happened. Which has now happened, yes. And I'm very grateful to have a week off now. A week off work. I've, I've been to a- recover. I've been filling my days with... You're like Ferris Bueller. Who? That guy from the movie. Never met him. Uh, Matthew Broderick, I yeah. believe, is his pseudonym. I have a confession. I've never seen that movie. Oh. Oh. Oh, you should. So It's a modern classic. So, Hanks... Although I don't remember various It took points. me a very long time to realise. Matthew Broderick Ooh. is not Ferris Bueller. No. No. his Because f- he's the friend, mm. is it not? It's from the perspective like of... Right. Okay. I'm glad we clarified things, that anyway. things. Things. Yeah. So things transpire. I'm a lot like that character from that movie. I haven't seen. Yes. The, who, who's actor. not the actor? Who's not the actor? We just who I, mentioned. who I can't bring to mind right now. That guy. you're exactly like him. It's a marvelous It's, it's uncanny. Yeah. God, how much it's, you're like him? It's, it's, woo. Uncanny. Mm. But uh, unlike the titular hero mm. of that movie, uh, it hasn't really been. A week off hasn't no, really no, hasn't, hasn't really been a series of days off actually. No. I've been, been very my, busy filling my time. Yeah, uh, with uh, comicy stuff. Oh, yeah. That's that's a for refreshing change. I'm surprised from it? the weekend yeah. and the years gone by. Well, it's like I because I've I because I'm sad. Mm, and, sure, sure. Yeah, just as a given because I'm sad and doing work mm. is something I enjoy. Yes, you know, doing comic work, doing work at my own creation. I was very excited thinking, I'm like, going to go weeks myself, I've got a whiteboard, I'm mm. going to write down all the things I'm going to do, and it's going to be delightful. Lovely. And I can't wait. And, uh, yeah, and I was like, today I'm going to do this. Like My plan for the day was I was going to work on the book, uh, volume four mm. of After. I think. I was physically going to work on preparing it for print. Yes. So uh, I'm using InDesign. Okay. Do you use it? I'm aware of it. Ah, okay. Uh I use it in probably the most basic sense, which Mm. is just like, it's a good way for assembling a book. So you can create a file with like 180 odd pages in it. Gotcha. You can lay it out like a book. You can drag the stuff in. So then I take all the comic artwork Mm. and I drag and drop it where it's going to appear in the book. Got it. And then it links it. Oh. So if you make a change to that image, it's then reflected. Oh. Very clever. Basically, I just use it to export a PDF at the end. Mm. So you can say, well, look, I want it to be... Uh, prepare it for print so you can leave a bleed and print marks and yeah. and then, you know, export it at full resolution. It'll be like, you know, several thousand megabytes or something <laughs> daft. But it's like, yes. great, you have a print-ready gotcha. file. Uh, so that was going to be my job for the day mm. uh, because, yeah, the artwork's coming together. I'm I'm sorry, I didn't mean for this to turn into... Oh, no, I'm the quite podcast. happy to, to be being regaled with this tale. Mm. You carry on. But as all the new content has been coming in, I've been kind of assembling it and mm. putting it into the book as it goes along, better than having to do it right at the end. Yeah. And then being like, oh hell, where is everything? Yeah. Uh, so chapter five, the digital the digital edition, went out to our Kickstarter backers just on Monday. Mm. Uh, so now it's like great, final push. We're going to be wrapping it up at the end of June. Yeah. So this is great. Like I'm just going to be assembling all the stuff. Very good. Getting it ready to go. Oh. But we also have like some kind of uh, non-comic pages in any mm. book. So you have like the Verso, uh, which is where all the legal information goes. I understand. We have like an introduction. Very important, the legal very, information. Very important. very important. I always have like an introductory page saying, here's the concept of After, I think, that mm-hmm. kind of thing. So I was just going to do like all the editorial pages in between. I understand. The really boring stuff, like... Admin, the credits, they call it. these people. Yes, yeah. of course. And I didn't do any of it. Today. Oh dear. That was my job. Oh. I actually spent the whole day working on the inks for... Chapter 6. Uh, well, at least you've been doing something productive. It's not that I haven't been working. No, I can fine. tell you. I've been working uh, pretty consistently. And then we had to pick up the last box of sandwich masks. Oh, sure. We are down to the very last oh, box yeah. of sandwich masks. Sad times. But there is some good news on that horizon. Oh. oh on that front. In the horizon. In the, on the, on I'm the horizon, i yes. uh, being subtle. Oh, was a Lucy sneaking very quietly across the Someone sneaking into our uh, high-tech studio. Grabbing her. I can't speak. Trail mix. Bag of trail mix is what I'm saying. Uh, and yes, yeah, so we've down to our very last box of sandwich maskers mm. Then I had to go to the post office, yes, uh, and our storeroom, and I also grabbed up some paint, like mm. you do, for the delightful Empyrean model I'm building. Oh, nice! And uh, some sticky labels. Oh, so it's arts and crafts over here. And then I had a, just had a business call before Did you, you turned you? up. Yes. So I feel like a professional. You've, you know, it sounds like you've achieved much, young I one. even showered. Did you? Because I got to say well, that's impressive. This is what happens when I'm actually left no time alone. for showering. because It's Nick, modern day. Nick was in the studio today as well, so mm. I, I actually had to, you know, not be a horrible <laughs> slob and yes. just recline in my you own You had self. to look semi-professional. So I did actually shower and get out and face of face the day. Well, you should be very proud of yourself. Tuesday, I completely devolved. I was just, you know... <laughs> well, you looked tired on Monday. Did I? Yes. Well, as tired as you ever did. I certainly felt it, actually. Yes. Yeah, we. Uh... Well, I was aware you were tired, so maybe it was um, exaggerated. Well, how was the fact I knew you were tired? Well, how's your week been? Anyway. But, uh, well, fine. Yes, tell me about it. It's been it's fairly tired. uneventful, stud. It's, it's been fairly uneventful in that I've been at work. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, normal, normal kind of week at work. Mm-hmm. Went to the physio yesterday. Oh, about your back. About my back slash chest slash general left side stuff. Well you look very healthy. Do I? Yes. That's good to know. Radiant. I don't feel it. Glowing, yeah. so I say, yeah. Um but that was productive. Um so we'll see how, how we get on. Not to be Although alar- walking around is an issue at the moment. Really? I feel horrible walking around. Is that the just back? My, my well, just bit the left of this, side. Of everything, it's yeah. quite alarming when you yeah. start getting chest pains when you're walking. I can it's I, very alarming. I can certainly imagine. Yeah. I, I, I mean uh, not to go down you know not to be a broken record, but I um my back has been a lot better lately. Mm. I've genuinely been feeling pretty good. Good. Uh, and, you know, I've even gone back to Bushido. Nice. I've done three weeks activity of training. Yeah, and I think it's helping. Yeah, it probably does. It's probably a circle one way and then the other. A bit of moving. I'm, you know, they're being very kind to me. They're like, okay, well, let's refrain from throwing you onto the ground mm. hard, you know, oh, ease sure. it back in. But um, after, I want to say Tuesday... My back started hurting again, mm. first time in ages. And it didn't hurt the weekend Good when we were lugging head boxes around. you were, yes, around. you were standing up and whatnot. It didn't hurt with me scanning for 72 hours. Mm. Uh, and it didn't hurt the day after. Yeah, wow. Well. It hurt when I was alone in the office on Tuesday. And I was just sitting at my desk and suddenly it was like, oh, no. There it goes. <laughs> so it's just oh, weird. Oh, dear. I don't know whether it's like I, you know, maybe I was... I strained it at the weekend. Yeah, potentially. And then it was only when like, I maybe I was slouching at the table. So Lucy reckons it's driving, actually. Possibly. That's a good point because I had to drive to our storeroom to pick up some scuff today. Mm. And it was hurting afterwards. Was it? Oh, there you go then. I did Bushido- Common denominator. And actually, yeah, now I say it, I did Bushido last night and I felt good. Yeah. Aside from trapping my little toe between two mats <laughs> on the floor and kind of like wrenching it, I felt all right. <laughs> But as soon as I got home, Mm. I was like, "Oh, crying out loud! This hurts!" And it must have been the drive home. Mm. Thinking about it, there you go. Well, I often find it's worse sitting. I don't. I can drive, but don't. But even sitting in the car, I find it's horrible. Yeah, I think it's movement. Seems to any sort of movement (laughs) seems to aggravate it, which isn't ideal, even if you're sitting. But in a car that's moving, yeah, exactly. It? Like the vi- it's the vibrations. It's the vibrations. It's the yeah. vibrations. Maybe it's velocity. You just have like, uh, <laughs> yeah, you know? it's the G's. <laughs> We're all about the G's. Yeah, you? it's all about the G's. The um, I'll be honest with you. Like I, I find being a passenger in a car generally unpleasant at the best of times. I get mm. when I'm driving, it's absolutely fine. Mm. But I find often like if I'm sitting in a in a passenger seat and I'm uncomfortable. And the car's moving and maybe like, because I feel quite kind of cramped in cars. Yeah. I'm not massively tall, but I feel just a bit kind of, I just get a bit kind of like... Not, Hunched. Yeah, Hunched. I get uncomfortable. Like, not kind of motion sick, but it's kind of like, I don't know, a little dizzy, a little kind of like... Blah, yeah. You yeah. Know, I just feel thick in the head. I need fresh air. Yes. and I also, Hang your head out the window. Oh, no, don't do that. That's a good idea. Oh, don't, no, don't do that. Don't do that. I, don't do that. I, I'm, I was, not, I'm not advocating doing that. I was looking up, uh, local news oh the other day like you do you don't want to do that and even some national news I don't I don't do not it very often mm. I like to live in, in, in ignorance normally but for some reason there was something linked from a major news site and I clicked on it and it took me to I don't even know where it was I think it was like a regional news website for somewhere like Croydon oh, or something yeah. like that it was somewhere in careful the, clicking on those things it was somewhere in like the greater London yeah. region but it was, it was talking about how a guy had been beheaded oh, while uh, riding a train. That's not what you want. he stuck his head out of Oh, yeah, I'm, I've read stories like that. that so really I've tried, I tried to avoid them. What, well, sticking your head out of windows? N- right? Well, reading the stories about people sticking their head out of windows. Yeah. Because I can't ever see me doing it when a train's travelling at high velocity. Well, you know, like... Um... I'd like to think normal people would not do it, but obviously some people do. Well, you know, like, it was one of those... You get like a slightly more rickety. I mean, you take the train a lot, don't you? Mm. Don't you? So it's one of those more rickety carriages. Yeah, I know, where yeah. you know, like it doesn't have the automated doors.
1: So yes, when you pull no, the station, yeah, I know what you mean. You have yeah. to reach out. The you window. have to pull
0: the window down on the door. Yeah, yeah, I know. I had, I had one of those the other day, and I was like, "Am I doing this right? It feels <laughs> wrong. It feels like I shouldn't be able you gotta, to do it. Yeah, this. you got to." Sort of, you have to lean out the window at some point, but when the train is stationary, yeah, do not do it when the train is moving. So he is my top advice for you. So the story was that like he was a train enthusiast, sure, like he he liked trains, and there was a they just couldn't they just put it down as like accidental death because it's like he wasn't drunk, mm. he wasn't taking a picture, he had, didn't have a camera or anything. He maybe was just want to stick his head out the window yeah, just kind of, yeah, of like yeah. feel the... he saw something. And or... then hit something. God. And that's bloody unlucky. It is. You have to say, it, like... Yeah, it's... Just don't do it. Out of all don't the... take the risk. Out of all the periods you could have stuck your head well, indeed. out a window, yeah. It is unfortunate, but yes. It's quite rare. can happen, unfortunately. I mean, I... you know, my... Will not happen if you don't stick your head out the window. No, though. I think there's probably a greater chance of, you know, Sorry. it happening if your head is... If exactly. you're leaning, physically leaning out of a window. Exactly. Oh, God, scares me a little. I, um... I uh, get the train every day, mm. obviously, but it's just like 10 minutes. Yeah. It's like yeah, a little yeah. shuttle between the two towns. So it's not anything fancy. Mm. But often, because I've spent the whole day sitting at my desk, when I'm on the train, I'm like, I don't want to sit right yeah, now. Like, yeah, yeah. My back's a little stiff. I'd rather so stand. I will yes. stand. And I often find, because I'm scanning, you don't want to scan next to someone who's sitting. It'd mm. just be weird. So I, I scanned like where the doors are, yeah, holding yeah, yeah, onto yeah, a railing. Yeah. And it's like, it's amazing the level of controlled danger (laughs) we live with. How, like, you're absolutely fine to be standing, like, inches away from a very thin door. Mm. Which is kind of, you know, flapping and, (laughs) you know. Because, like, some of the trains I go on are just glorified cardboard boxes on oh yeah, yeah but some more... of them are awful The more basic ones yeah they're awful ones from swindon especially yeah swindon well... to cheltenham train it's just seats you can't really stand on them is it it's like three seats and then like a little gangway and then two seats right i think yeah i think there's no tables and things they're slightly odder aren't yeah, they? and there's often drunk people on them are they like, I'm usually one of them. Are they like um the weird they're very box like? They are quite square. Yeah. But not as aerodynamic. They're you know? not like the virgin trains. That's which are the, the main the main trains. That's basically just like a bus, isn't it? They're stuck on wheels. Pretty much. Oh uh, not on, wheel, on, on wheels. A bus no, on wheels. No, that doesn't wheels. make sense. It'll never catch on. Bus on wheels. That's gone, crazy talk, John. Country's gone mad. The uh Yeah. It's just like yeah, it's pretty it's pretty bad really. When we were in uh, when we were in Canada, of course, their oh, public yes. transport put ours to shame. Of course it did. I was not really, and everyone was much politer, I'm sure. Yeah, that's not really a revolutionary thing to say. <laughs> but um the train they had like these awesome double decker trains. Oh nice. Yeah, very That very, does sound good. More like an airplane. Was it, yeah? Generally. More cleaner, I would imagine. Yeah, and with proper kind of like actual you do get it on trains here, but like proper stewards, like going around, like checking on everyone, saying, yeah, "How are you oh, doing? Nice. You comfy?" Well, you in know. Japan, if your train is one minute late, you get a full refund and a letter explaining why your train was so heinously late. Imagine the country would impl- this country would implode if that was the case. I love, I love that. I love that they take responsibility. But all I'm also, th- I'm also thinking, like the massive outlay in terms of effort, and yeah, paper. Yeah. Printing distribution. Imagine, imagine to, the budget that goes into that. Just to make apologies. Yeah. Maybe they don't make mistakes. though maybe. They well, exactly. That, that they, they, discourages mistakes. But budget probably goes into avoiding the mistakes. It's have, all about money. They have. Um, have You've seen? Don't they have people to like pack people onto the trains Do they? I've seen that. Like, there's there's people whose job it is is simply to no. push people onto the wedge trains, them in, really pack them in. Oh, you might find this interesting. I heard something a while ago. About speaking about Japan, mm. and they're called like the White Glove Men. Oh sure. And there's this thing. Sounds dangerous. There's this thing in Ominous. Japan about how they don't. They have. They're very proud of the fact that they don't have, like, can't really think of a word for it. But it's like you know we 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 have a bit of a problem in our society about old people feeling a little useless mm. they maybe struggle with like what's my purpose what mm-hmm. do i do now that i'm retired yeah, yeah japan kind of prides itself in that they don't have that like they make this big thing about how uh you know like um, there's always stuff for for elderly people to do for yeah, retired yeah. people but they have this thing and they call it like the white glove men okay and it's basically oap men mm. retired men who yeah. have maybe worked their entire lives mm. And now they do essentially community work. Oh, nice. So they have a uniform. So they wear like, you know, a particular hat, yeah, and like yeah. a jacket, and they all wear white gloves. Gotcha. But this guy, he was a, he was a, I think he was a BBC uh, correspondent, like uh, our man in Japan. Yeah, yeah. Kind of yeah. thing. And he'd written Jap- this. The Japan correspondent. The Japan correspondent. I believe that's what they call them. But he'd written this kind of piece about uh, how they will use for white glove men for anything and everything. Mm-hmm. Almost when a traffic bollard would suffice. (laughs) So you say like he was was walking to his office and road work was being done. So like a a paving slab had been kind of like lifted up. And he had to like stand in it. And literally there were like four (laughs) white glove men standing around it doing nothing more but smiling and waving. Don't step in the pothole. Like literally just to walk like ushering (laughs) people around it. And he said and he was driving home one evening. He was driving along a freeway. Oh, I say evening. He said it was quite late. Yeah. It's pitch black. It's cold. He's driving along a motorway. Yeah. And there are roadworks on the motorway. <laughs> and they have these white glove men, like, in the place of traffic bollocks around. Oh, really? The, and he's like, and they're just All like of them waving, waving the car around <laughs> it. He's that would like, be weird, wouldn't it? In the nighttime. Yeah. If it's just like people smiling. White hands waving you forward. Yeah. I think I'd be a bit freaked out. But they're like, no, it's good, you know. It's keep it's keeping oh, people... Oh, yeah, I'm all for the no, initiative. That's what they're saying. They're keeping people busy. But I'm like, I don't want a pensioner freezing to death no, on true. a freeway when we could just put a reflective disc down, is well, what I'm saying. There's there's um, there's positives and negatives, pros and cons in all these things. Mm. I appreciate the thought that has gone into that initiative. Though. Yeah. I mean, someone, you know, care in the community and all that. Yes, exactly. Yeah. The... Uh... God, we, um, the night driving thing, we, uh, when we were driving back from MCM the other day, I was, uh, late on, late on, yeah. It's like, I think my body was willing, yeah, but my eyes in particular were not heavy. I I find like that's the hardship I'm fighting now. I I don't think I'm physically tired, yeah. It's more just like my eyes themselves, the muscles (laughs) are physically tired. Like, I'm not sleeping, please, but just keeping my eyes open is very hard, yeah. Got to be careful with that. You don't. Want to be well, that, that does sound awfully lot, an awful lot like you were requiring sleep, John. If yeah. if you don't mind me saying. Well, mind you, I drank like a Red Bull and stuff. A mon- I... was that was the Relentless oh, Monster, Relentless Punisher, the strong one, yeah, nihilistic, the one that will ruin your insides. In Canada, God, in my, Canada, all my anecdotes. It's one so, time in Canada, in Soviet Russia, car you, drives you. You get um, like a like a screw top can. Of like oh, yes. monster, nice. It was like uh, the have, si- have it, have it like in stages throughout yeah. the day. It was like, a, it was Don't like drink a, it all at once. The size of uh, like a, it was like a pint or something. No, really, monster. Yeah. yeah, and it was a metal bottle. It was really odd with like a little screw top, so you could just keep coming back to it as the, you needed it. The problem with energy drinks, or <laughs> my problem with Tell energy drinks, is that I used to have them with vodka mm. a lot. Yes, um, at university, as I'm sure a lot of people out there did. Uh, And now I associate the two. (laughs) Yeah, and I don't. I don't drink energy drinks, probably for that reason. I'll be honest with you. Like I, like Red Bull has an odd flavour, but I don't hate it. Yeah, you know, it's it's a curious little flavour, and I will. um, But I tend to use it now purely medicinally. Yes. Like if I have a long drive, you need it. I will have a Red. I need it because as much as I love coffee, there's times where it's like I don't really want to chug a. No. Like a latte or like a black coffee. It's right very now. hard to chug a coffee. Yeah, it's not good. Effectively. And I'm like, so I'll use a red, a can of Red Bull, like, you know, like a like a shot of adrenaline just mm, to come in and help. And it does help to a point. But um, I always find the crashes worse. Yeah. That's that's another issue I have. You don't feel good after it's it. It's sort of a high energy and then it's like, oh, no. I remember in the second year of uni, I was uh, involved in the student radio. You were. I, I recall. Um, I phoned that station. You did. I think you were our one call-in once, ever. Once or twice when I'd had a few beers. Oh, good grief. Yeah. John, it's me. It would have been good if we had anything close to an audience. Like, <laughs> I look back at it what now. was it called? Lush FM. Lush. Maybe. Yeah, it didn't scan for anything. We had Lust, which was... It's a bit provocative. Provocative, which was the Leicester University student television. Gotcha. You see, that makes Lust. sense. That does make sense. Lush well, didn't mean anything. He- hearing... Lush university student here. Service heart. Yeah, I don't know. We can come back to that. I'm guessing it doesn't matter now. But um, we uh, we had like an internal award ceremony. Mm. Where we were like, you know, best female presenter, best male presenter, best team, mm. best musical Did act. Did you all win one? <laughs> Is it one of those no. sort of awards? No, we uh it was wider than the organizing council. Okay. Which was good. So we were able to give awards to people who weren't part of the inner circle. But I remember that night I ended up presenting the awards. Oh. And I drank a pint of Red Bull. <laughs> and I'm not Dangerous. I'm not, I'm not being facetious, like I actually drank a pint of See-through Red Bull. See through time. Because I, I was uh I was I think it was like in the middle of exam. Period, like it was towards yeah. the end of the year, and I was like, I am running on empty. And like, I'll be really smart. I'll have some I'll Red have Bull. A bit of Red Bull? Oh, sure. That evening when I got home, <laughs> it was horrendous. My God, it's one of the worst nights of my life. Actually, Like <laughs> you know, where you are like, it was so hot. it It's middle of summer. Yeah, I just want to sleep. Yeah, I just want to die. Why? Why did I ever? <laughs> why did I ever take a Red Bull? And you're just you're just twitching. You can't do anything. And yeah. you lie. You got like half an hour of like restless tossing and turning. You get up. And then you go back to bed and you just rinse and repeat. It was horrible. (laughs) It was horrible. I also did um, that flipping radio station got uh, 24 hours out of me once. I I remember you did um, a marathon thing. Yeah. You've done how many times have you done like a night without sleep, like a proper? Uh, A few. 24 hours. All of them at uni, (laughs) as I think. Anyway, Um, one night. (laughs) This this doesn't involve staying up all night, but it's related. One night we thought we got back so late, I think it was half three, four o'clock, whatever yeah. it was, uh, we thought, well, let's just stay up and go to McDonald's. Okay. I'm sure people are no stranger to that. Um, we got to ten minutes before McDonald's opened and just went, oh, I'm going to bed.
1: We got all the way
0: through to about 6.20, I think it was. All and it was just like, effort. oh, I'm going to bed. I'm I can't be bothered. He, I'm guessing you didn't have much on the following day. or Very rarely did no. I have much on the following day. And if I did, I'd cancel it. I, uh, I, uh, ex- I didn't go to lectures that much. You turned out all right, ish, ish. I got a degree. It's hope for all of us. I got a degree. It was it was a degree that was quite easy. Well, I mean, not to. I lived with a. Um, I think he was like a politics student. Mm. He, honestly, in the second year of uni, I think he had about two hours a week yeah. of like university time. He didn't get up before midday, like every oh, single no. day. Well, there was one lecture they put at nine o'clock on a Friday, which I don't think I ever went to. No. It was their own fault for putting it at nine o'clock on a Friday. Oh, really? Yeah, it was just foolish. So it was their, it was their fault. I remember... Still just, past that module. <laughs> about, I think times I've done all-nighters, and yeah, you're right, I've done more than I thought. I did the 24-hour charity thing mm. at Lush Radio. The day before I handed in my dissertation, yeah, because despite having worked pretty much constantly on that for like weeks <laughs> beforehand, it still came down. To everyone does. The very the people, the foolish people, are the ones who start it the night before. Yeah, everyone is working on it the night before. Yeah. Everyone. And you're like, because well, yeah, I'm only going to do this once in my life, I might as well get. You it. You could always tell when dissertations would do because you could not get anywhere in the library. Yeah. At our uni, the library was chocker block uh, all hours of the day. For me, it was the kitchen in the flat where oh, I yeah. was in of a fight. Like I just, it was me and two of my flatmates, and we would just every day. It was. It, I'm thinking <laughs> back to it now. It was like we just do. I spent so much of my life working on that. You're willing to accept a certain standard of living at university. Yeah, we just we plonk ourselves down at that table mm. and just that's your day. You yeah. Know. Sometimes not even that. And I must admit, like... I don't days know. in bed. Literal days. Yeah. It was weird. One thing I find odd is, like, just how terrible you feel after not sleeping. Oh, you like, do, you know? Yeah. Well, I'm glad of that in a way, because then it tells me I should be sleeping. More. Yeah. I mean, you could do it when you're younger. I enjoy a good sleep now. But you know what I mean? Like, you, it takes a little bit to recover. Like, if there is, like, a sleep bank, mm. you've kind of... You've got, to, you've got yeah. to make a deposit at the sleep bank or a withdrawal... Yeah. And the worst thing is, like, I remember, like, certainly when I did my dissertation, because the day, obviously, or the night, however you want to put it, like, the day up before handing in, mm. I did do an all-nighter. So, and because it's like you're in that mindset, and you're like, I'm going to do this, you don't feel, or I certainly didn't feel, like, tired as such. It's just yeah. like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it all night. And I remember, like, I was working, I was work, you know, working pretty hard on it, and, like, going over, checking everything with a fine-tooth comb, and I got to I think like three a.m., maybe like four a.m. or something. Yeah. I was like, "I'm gonna have a break." Oh, so sure. So I took like an hour off between like four and five a.m. Yeah. to just browse the internet and stuff like that. Just you know, just why you know, wouldn't you? This is time for me. Yeah. I'm gonna take this time. I'm just gonna I'm gonna stay on the computer, but I'm gonna do other things. And then, that's my break. Because for us, like I don't know how it was for you, but like we had to, because I think my dissertation was it was like it was lab. Based. Mm. So I spent weeks and weeks and weeks studying locusts in a lab. Nice. And then when you typed it up, it had to be like twelve thousand words, I no, think, right. on locusts. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, that was a joy. Uh, or, I wouldn't imagine there are twelve thousand words about locusts. I be honest, here, it was a <sighs> maybe big, I'm wrong. It was the biggest waste of time in the world. Like we were attached to uh, but the way it works is you could either do a library project mm. or a lab project. Okay. And you know, with a subject like yours, I imagine a. Library project for us was closer to what you did, like actually writing, generally like speaking, a, yes, like an essay or like yes. a, a big piece. What are you, what was yours on? What my dissertation, yeah, yeah, Gillingham Football Club. But what was what was your thesis or whatever? That was it. It was it was Gillingham Football Club legends. Okay, and I interviewed them all. Oh yeah, I, I remember. Used to, now. I used yeah. to phone them up and badger them. Hello, can we have a half hour chat about when you played for Gillingham, please? Yep. Okay, I'll call you whenever it would be. But you see, oh, that's kind of cool. I imagine like yours had a bit more flair than just like a, a dry, kind of creative lab. writing. Yeah, you see. Well, it it was a series in the program the following year. It so was. There you go. It absolutely was. I remember. Yeah. And they were going to do. A, they inducted like they, we called it Hall of Fame in the end, Gillingham Football Club Hall of Fame. Um, and they inducted five people. I think they did a fan vote at the end of the season, and they inducted five people. And they said they were going to do it every year, but yeah. shock horror, they didn't follow through with it. It's a lot. It's a big commitment, so, you know... Oh, I I wouldn't have kept going, but they th- said they were going to just have a fan vote. Oh, who's the latest inductee, or whatever. Yeah, just keep kind of making a... But they didn't do it. How many words was it? Can you remember? Um, quite a lot. Yeah. I mean, every article was 2,000 words, I suppose. So did you present it as one big piece, or was it like, here is yeah, a Yeah, it had, to, it had of... to be a minimum of whatever number. Yeah. I can't remember what it was now. But it was, yeah, it was probably at least... 23 games in a season, 2,000 words. It was about 50,000 mm. words, I suppose. Which is a lot when you think about that it. That is a lot, actually. Yeah, because I mean, it's certainly a non scientific degree. I mean, how would you describe it? Is a literary degree yeah, or something? Journalism like that? Degree, yeah, journalism. Yeah, journalism degree. I mean, well, I did lots of different things though. It wasn't just writing. Yeah, they do have a bit of a, you know, quality is an issue, but also quantity as well. Mm. It's literally like you will have to write a lot of words. Yeah, I did to... radio reports. Very nice. I did TV editing and commentary. Oh, yeah. All the facets of sports journalism. Probably the most creative thing I ever got to do, you know, because it's a bit dry, mm. the science. Oh, is, I think you're being hard on yourself. <laughs> had to do a book review in the final year. Nice. It's like read a book, review it. Okay. Any book? No, like a, science, <laughs> a scientific book of popular science. And a a non-fiction book. Yeah. And uh, I did, and I very much enjoyed that, actually. It was a nice... It was a nice guy. In fact, it was by a biologist called Bill Hamilton. Oh, yeah. And it always struck me because it was a very nice little book because it was about science and it was about population dynamics and stuff like that. Mm. But it had a lovely intro because it was the third book. Well, it's all coming back to me now. <laughs> it was the third book in a trilogy mm. of books he'd written. But he'd he died before completing this one. I see. So his friends and colleagues had finished it off. And mm. it had a lovely forward which i remember more than the actual science in the book (laughs) but the forward was about him and his life and it was about a bit of a character and we talked about his funeral and it was all very moving yeah but i remember it had a lovely quote in it which i'll have to look up to get the exact thing but it was really nice i like to actually might use it at the wedding very good it was a lovely little reading ah very nice but uh but yeah that was fun and i also got to they did in my memory my final year we did a lot of like shorter essays, just like a thousand word essays. So yeah. what? A side of A four or two. Yeah, sides. More, more or less, yeah. And I remember one afternoon I did it in the library. That was probably like the shortest time I'd ever given myself to do <laughs> like, the deadline's at five PM. It's like you've got to write this essay. The same day. Yeah. That's all right. On a thousand words self, is fine. Self delusion. Oh, in a biology. I believe I can finish this I essay. Can, I can absolutely. That would have been good. I believe That's I can finish this essay actually. today. Yeah. Boom! But it was. Or I, just do stop the sentence mid sentence. God, that would have been meta. That would have been good. That would have been on Twitter in a couple of years if Twitter had existed. If Twitter had existed, then the, Facebook uh, was just coming in. Uh, YouTube was you, the YouTube. YouTube was two years old. One of our, <laughs> my projects was create a YouTube video about conflict. Really, and it's still on YouTube. Did you start a fight with someone. No, we put we made two of our friends sit down and play pro evolution oh, soccer. Oh, I've seen that one. Um, and they hate each other's counties basically, right? So we made a video about that. How do you judge that? Like, how do you it's say it's very difficult to you? Did really well, Chris. That was, good. It was a good, it's a good video. The, in, in that, the whole project was arsing around for an hour watching them to play pro evolution soccer yeah. on the PlayStation 2. That's how old it God. is. Well, let's be honest. YouTube was a very different beast back then. Mm. You know, there's a 10-minute upload limit. It's a 10-minute video, video. It was video mostly it. people saying, oh, I went to the zoo. Yeah. And you still do get those things. But it was really dry. They're slicker now, aren't they? Oh, my God. It drives me mad. It's like Zoella goes to the zoo and she's got music in the background and hard cuts and things. Yeah. It's all very professional now. It's astonishing. She gets had- a two million views for that. Probably did- more than that. Had to explain to Holton who Zo- Zoella was. Ugh. Oh. You have to explain to Holton who someone from the 90s is. I was trying to think of someone from the that 90s. That was really good. I was trying to think of you someone know, from the 90s, name? but I can, you think know can him. Remember. Yeah, yeah, love it. Holton lives in the past is the point I'm getting to. Right. Holton lives in the past before he was born. I see. I have, you know, a lot of good music came out of the 30s. Oh, yes, absolutely. There, there's no doubt of that. No. However. So, um. Mm. Yes, social media, essays, University. Heady I, days. I just find it so weird at thinking back because I remember using YouTube a fair bit in my final year of uni. Mm. As in like I would watch uh, New shows. Fangled. You know those days where you could just get episodes of shows you liked on YouTube. It's glorious. They'd be cut into three. Oh yeah. Because it'd be like 10 someone minutes. Had phoned, t- someone had literally filmed it from their telly. They put an old camera in front of their TV yeah. screen and filmed it. But it'd yeah. be like 10 minutes ten minutes, <laughs> 2 yeah. minutes because it's yeah. a 22 minute episode. MSN Messenger. And it would take so long to load. I'm oh just God. I'm just thinking of things that happened at university now. One thing I find so odd is that for me... Oh, I'm going to cough. Pardon no, me. Oh dear. <coughs> I can confirm John is coughing. I remember MSN Messenger and staying up all hours on MSN Messenger. Yeah. And people used to have song lyrics as their usernames. Mm. And that was the first experience we all had of emojis. <clears throat> it was a really odd time. In <laughs> hindsight. It was, it was basically a, a blending in time in terms of getting used to Online etiquette. Oh, so I'm just choking on my own rage. Oh it? dear. Does MSN Messenger even still run? No, I don't believe it still exists. No. Well, surely it. Because it was my, a Microsoft thing, wasn't it? It was like Hotmail. Something like it must still exist. Well, WhatsApp. Yeah. You I don't mean... have WhatsApp? No, no, I don't have WhatsApp. I should, I should what get... WhatsApp is, is the in thing. I have a. Facebook It face... beats texting now. I have the Facebook Messenger. Oh, good. That's it, a start. Is that not just like a poor man's WhatsApp? Sort of. What does yeah. WhatsApp do? That it's just um, well, it, it sort of texting, does. It does it? do the same thing, but yeah, everyone's just on WhatsApp. It's just saying like, you've, you've got to be on there it or you're uses, nowhere. Uses the internet to send messages to people, basically. But you've got to be on. you got to be on WhatsApp. My point John. is, does MSN Messenger still exist? As in, it exists in its original format. It's still there. Microsoft are oh, constantly no. updating it. Yeah, but only like ten people in the no, world use it. So, I wouldn't be. I reckon that's crazy enough to be true. That 10 people still use it. As in, like... Well, there's, like, a thousand people worldwide still using it. I did my... I did a lot, actually. I didn't do my work experience. I did a lot of work experience at the BBC, Mm. a big corporation you may have heard of. Um, And they used MSN as their internal communication system back then. That was uh, eight, eight, nine years ago. We have a version of it at work. So, not MSN Messenger, but, you know, it does everything that MSN Messenger does. Yeah, yeah. Just internally. Yeah, or people are. That's the, the thing, it's, it's obsolete now, MSN Messenger, if yeah. it still existed. It's the, been uh, replaced by better, more slick things. Well, I guess, things, but, but one at work is. Like linked, we all will be one day. But one at work is linked directly to um, the phone system. Oh, I see. So I could send someone a private message. Oh, yeah. Or I could just you press. Gotta a, be careful with that sort of system. Or I could press a button and it will start ringing. Yeah. You know, gotta be careful. Gotta be it. careful you don't <laughs> ring the wrong person. I was asked at work to help produce a uh, new recorded message for our company's official, um, like phone system. I see. So it was like we're so sorry that no one's available to help you right now. You know, please got a good voice for that, John? No, not me. Oh, it wasn't me. They had a, you know, they what had a professional, professional person doing it. Well, no, we had someone from our uh, support team doing it. Oh, I see. But like, John, can you just record it and, you know, edit it and everything? Gotcha. But the conditions were really precise. It's like it's not just an mp3 mm. you have to produce it has to be like a, a dot slam file <laughs> like, the, like the weirdest file type you've ever seen yeah. and it has to be no bigger than like 28 kilobytes oh, really? you have you to gotta, do all okay. this stuff and like the wavelength's got to be x and the bitrate has got to oh. be x so I did all of this and it went from sounding brilliant yeah. to sounding awful <laughs> like like it was like ju- it was in a tin can yeah like it yeah. Was, and it was gr- faint and, and like and I'm like Hey, I'm. I followed all your instructions. Yeah, and it sounds awful. <laughs> like, like literally, here it is. You know, I can just email it to you. I could email you a hundred of them because they're so small. Yeah. Uh, what do you think? Is it usable? Uh, and like, it sounds awful in my opinion. It's like, <laughs> yeah, but and the answer was like, yeah, but it'll be on the phone, so they're not going to be able to hear it properly anyway. Brilliant. I'm glad you spent time on that, John. Yeah, I'm glad, you're I, glad you you spent a lot of time working that one out. I'm glad I went to all the trouble of producing it. But, oh, never mind. Never mind. Never mind. It's probably best not to worry about these things. Going back to Dissexation, before on. I forget, I had to... I was assigned... The way it worked is if you did a lab project, mm. there are only a limited number of them. Yeah. The benefit was, like, if you do a library project, it's longer. Yeah. 20,000 words. It's more like an essay. Right. Uh, If you do a lab project, it's only 12,000 words Mm -hmm. and it's based on research you do in a lab. Right. Over like 12 weeks. And the beauty of it is that a lot, it's written like a scientific paper. Yeah. So it's a lot more structured. It makes it easier to write. And a lot of the word count will be taken up simply by describing your findings gotcha so you don't have to you know but this is the thing like everybody loved the section called conclusions because <laughs> you simply say what happened yeah yeah it requires no it's descriptive yeah exactly it requires no personality or statements you never you don't have to put your head out yeah poke your head up or put you you know it's great At the, the hardest section was the evaluation because then you do have to say you have to think things. about something. You actually yeah. have to say, "Well, this is what I found." So uh, there I remember were... these probably not to the same extent. I remember, I'm going back even further from secondary school. Oh God! Yeah. Conclusion and evaluation. Well, we had to, it was like you do an abstract, which is like a hundred words describing mm. everything in your paper. Right. We did X the York notes. Yeah. We did X. It was because we found this. Mm-hmm. And that just goes at the start. Then you do an introduction, and that was a little tricky because yeah. you had to like do a lot of research and say, and be really break it down to first principles. Mm. Like, we are studying locusts. <laughs> locusts are an insect. <laughs> okay. Citation. Here's how's wha- you know, a link to confirm a locust is yeah, an insect. Yeah, you know, yeah. Uh, locusts have a nervous system. Citation. Okay, oh, you know, you had to like reference to everything. prove everything. It's ridiculous, and and then you get to. Anyway, but long and short of it is, you had to select a lab project to apply for. Right. There are only like 40 or something like that. And there were a couple of insect projects. Yeah. One project was working with bees. Another project was working with locusts. Right. So myself and a girl called Louise, I'm trying mm. to remember now, it's been a while, we both ended up getting the locust job. Right. So we were working together on it. And we are producing very similar reports. Yeah. So we got assigned to a professor who had a team of postgrads gotcha. so he had his own personal lab mm. and he's like hey you know here's what i do i study nervous systems yeah in insects so that we can learn some stuff which will be applicable to humans and i have like 12 actual phd students doing proper work yeah. for me and you'll be you know and they'll help you if you need help but let's devise a project you can do mm. so basically my Grand thesis was like it was well, it was basically basically an idea of it was really bad, actually. It, as in, we did the work, we studied stuff, but mm. we didn't prove anything that wasn't already known, okay, that wasn't already blindingly obvious. <laughs> so, the gimmick was we would take a locust, yeah, and we would glue, uh, using, uh, I think like it almost sounds like animal cruelty. Well, you said glue, I've got to be honest with you, I had to get over some. Hang-ups. God. I'm gonna be honest with you. So we would take a locust, we would glue reflective dots using beeswax <laughs> oh, God, to its uh, to its joints. Natural glue. Yeah, natural, organic. Organic glue. And then we would build a metal harness, which you could slip <laughs> around the lo- truthfully, oh, around, my God. around the locusts kind of armpits. And then it I would... already felt very self-conscious. Oh, the God, locust. Yeah. And then once you thread threaded the wires from that harness into like this metal rod, mm. you now had a locust on a stick. Oh, sure. You can move the locust where you wanted. Brilliant. So then, brilliant. We would lower the locust down in front of a camera. Yeah. And we would put a polystyrene ball mm. in the locust's legs. Right. So you give it a ball, and it automatically grabs it. Okay. So it's like a little locust standing on a little world. Yes, and it's fixed in place with this wire. It's very degrading for the locust. And, God, yeah, no, I didn't feel good about it. But then we would tickle the locust <laughs> with a brush of a soft brush. Okay, and it would scratch. Okay. So you say like, okay, tickle the end of its wing, <laughs> and then it would kick and right. go like, stop it. Okay. And then you tickle Stop it that. Stop! it! Stop that! But the camera is I'm fil- like that. The camera is filming the locust, right. and because you've put a joint, uh, a dot on every joint, mm-hmm. you can build a camera. Uh, you can build a computer model. Oh, I see. Yeah, like of um, the legs. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah. So uh, you basically, it's very simple. You basically had like a red line, mm. which was the body, and then you had a blue line, which was the leg. Yeah. And all we were doing is tickling the locust on the end of its wing, mm. like ten times in a row. And then tickling the base of its wing, right? And we were trying to see whether you can train a locust to tickle to scratch in a particular area, yeah, or whether. And the answer, of course, is no, you can't, <laughs> because the locust will scratch where there's an itch. Yeah, it was completely. It's a it's a good experiment. It wasn't oh, okay. Like it's a bad experiment. No, my point is, like, there was scientific. There was a method we. We did it properly, mm. but it might as well, all you've proved is that, you know... Locusts wind, don't like being humiliated. It's like doing a paper to prove that, like, yeah, um, you know, wind can blow things over. Sure. You, you should know. have done that experiment. Well, it's like, you know, we... I'd have watched a video about that experiment. We have proven without a doubt that wind will blow things over. Like, oh, great. I'm glad, I'm glad you scientifically proved that because I knew that already. Being a scientist must have been really easy back in the days of your yeah, and they said, you know, this wind will blow this cup over, or whatever they had back like then, it? and then they and then they would show people. Yeah. So um, my you could have been that guy. I'd like to say that we we performed the tests with scientific rigor. Mm. Oh, I believe uh, no, I believe the integrity of the experiment but was there. It didn't add anything to the pool of human knowledge. No, fine. Is my point. Okay, well that's a shame. Yeah, but not entirely surprising. And several locusts may have died. Well, in the process. Well, we shouldn't say things like that. But but may not have. True. They also may not have. Some of them may have lived. May have lived. In the freezer. Potentially. We can't confirm or deny... No. ...that locusts were humiliated and killed on John's watch. Yes. For signs. Moving along. But ultimately contributed nothing. I'll tell you one thing that was horrible. <laughs> uh, you might like this. Here's a little fun fact. Go on. Uh, locusts, uh, or this particular breed of locust, and I have forgotten... The scientific name didn't even make that much of an impact. So let's just call it, you know, locust. Awesome. They were maybe like the length of your index finger mm-hmm. uh, when fully adults. Yes. But what's interesting? This is kind of cool. And I've already, oh god, I've already forgotten the two terms. But these locusts, in their natural state, mm. are green. Okay. They're bright green. Yeah. And they live alone. And they are very slow moving, and calm. Mm-hmm. And they just go about their business. But this amazing, crazy thing happens where if you get more than two of them together... Right. ...the presence of other locusts... Yeah. ...causes them to undergo a transformation. Oh, really? ...where they will become yellow and black, stripy. Oh, why is that? I I, I don't know the science. I honestly don't know. But they undergo a physical transformation. Yeah. And they become gregarious, mm. which is where they are yellow and black stripes. Nice, aggressive. Oh, really? <laughs> angry uh. and fast-moving. And we'll, why don't you do that experiment? And will eat anything. Why don't you do that experiment? Because this is I don't know, but I wasn't what we were studying. We were uh. looking at the nervous systems. But the point is, that's why you get these locust swarms. Yeah, yeah. Because it's like a locust would just be mining own business. Uh. I'm so chilled. And then these it's other great. locusts turn but he up. bumps into another locust, gotcha. and he and he hulks out, yeah. and he never turns back. Oh, really? It will only go one way. You can't. So then you get that these... Is, cro- that is actually interesting. It is bizarre, is it not? I and mean, then you get these crazy, like horribly destructive clouds. Yeah, of Yeah, 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 yeah. We um and all the locusts we dealt with were gregarious mm. because they were raised. They were grown in big cages. With other locusts. So you couldn't help but get gregarious locusts. And they were horrible little beasties. Well, I'm glad glad you humiliated them in that I must admit, they were quite cute when they were little. Because down in the basement, we had a locust room Mm. where they bred them. Yeah. And they were in great big perspex boxes. Yeah. And uh, the locusts go through uh, different instars, Mm. which is a phase of life. Right. So... uh, Even when a locust has become a fully adult locust, you know, Mm. it's hatched and everything, uh, it comes out and it's kind of small. Mm. And they don't grow in, say, the traditional way that humans grow, where they get gradually bigger. Yeah. They undergo it in bursts. Right. So you have a cute little locust who's maybe like, I don't know, a centimetre across. Mm. And is just adorable, tiny little thing. Yes. Then it will shed its skin. Oh. And it will go boom. And it will suddenly be like... Bigger. Two centimeters. It has okay. a really sudden, rapid change. So it goes through about five or six. That would six freak me out if it, I suddenly doubled in size. Well, you would, wouldn't you? Yeah, you would be. You would shed find it my skin. But they do that about five or six times, and then they become these great big adult monsters, and they're kind of horrible, really. Degarious but monsters. we have these great big tanks of them. And we needed, say, like the fifth. <laughs> More locusts. We needed, like, the fifth Inkscar ones. So you had to, like, lift this flap. Oh, really? And then you had to stick yeah. your arm into this tank full of locusts to kind drag of like, them out. drag one to bring it out. It wasn't pleasant. I'm no, going to say that. sounds like, deeply unpleasant. It did make you. I had to overcome a lot of like, <laughs> locust based issues. Because I I'm, I freely admit, I'm utterly. One of bizarre. I don't have many bizarre phobias. Mm. I don't like heights. Yeah. But I'm I'm really terrified of sticking sex. Are you? Yeah. Oh. I really have a a complete that is freak that is a bit out. of a random one. I thought you it? thought it'd be all insects or none. But I must admit, the times in my life when I overlap with sticking sex are very rare. Yes, of course. But I I, I genuinely the woods. I genuinely have a panic stick reaction. Stick insect. Oh no, it's just a stick. Yeah, they freaked me out. I don't know why. And I must admit, like a locust, it was close enough where I was like, they're fairly similar, aren't they? I'm not enjoying this. Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't this. I don't have well, I don't really have I don't like peacocks. Yes, I'm scared of peacocks. That's an interesting one. I think a peacock could do more a damage. Pe- to a peacock you. is deliberately misleading mm. in its plumage. It looks beautiful, but It does, but definitely. it'll have you. It'll, have, it'll you. have Oh, it will. It'll have your eyes. It'll have you. You see, yeah, I feel you are more validated in being scared of a peacock mm. than I am in being scared of a skink. Perhaps. But then if someone was afraid of a wrestler, That'd be more validated than me being afraid of a peacock. Yeah, well, you know, it's a sliding scale. It's all, it's all relative. It's a sliding scale. What yes. we can both agree on is I am pathetic. Yeah, absolutely. yes. And you're marginally less pathetic. Thank you. I'll take that. Put that on a t-shirt. I should marginally less pathetic than this guy. And there's an hey. arrow. I just have to stand next to you all the time. That can be our new promo picture for the podcast. It's a good one. We need to axe Holton. Yeah. He's appeared on one podcast and it was rubbish. Dead weight. It's the worst worst ever, one we've worst ever done. Worst ever episode. It's yeah. not a coincidence. I'm <sighs> seeing a trend. Do you want another insect fact? Go on, hit me with another insect Maybe fact. Maybe to uh, bring we're, we're, we're through the looking glass now. Uh, you know uh, many uh, insects go through metamorphosis. Absolutely. Oh, older. absolutely, yes. So like, uh, for example, a uh, butterfly. Yes, so I'm an familiar egg with that. hatches into a larva. Yeah. The larva turns into a pupae. Oh, yes. And the pupae hatches. Caterpillar. And it, and it becomes a butterfly. Oh. No, I got that wrong. Caterpillar. Sorry, the caterpillar is the larvae. I, I got that wrong. Sorry, egg... Caterpillar, pupae, butterfly. Butterfly, yes. Yeah. Now, we think of that as, like, one organism mm. undergoing a transformation. Yes. Like, quite an incredible transformation when you think about mm. it. Like, its body completely changes. Yeah. But I heard something interesting, which is, like, a slightly different way and a little horrific way... Oh, dear. ...of thinking about metamorphosis. Mm. We think of it as one organism undergoing a transformation. Yeah. Uh, a caterpillar goes into a cocoon, comes out as a butterfly. It's mm-hmm. the same creature. Oh, isn't it lovely as well? Children, but, ch- Lovely children's book. But there's some thinking and there's some theories about this. But what if that's not the case at all? Oh. And what if it is a, evolutionarily, it is a rather twisted version of pregnancy? Yeah. In an odd Go way. Go on. Where you're saying, what if we think it's the same being that comes out at the end? But what if it's less a case of you're ca- suggesting the butterfly eats the caterpillar. No, I'm saying, like, what if a caterpillar, rather than turning into a butterfly... Beautiful butterfly, yes. The caterpillar has, like, call it an embryo inside it. Oh. And the embryo... Is the or butterfly. ...or the... B- ...grows into the butterfly, and literally the butterfly bursts, bursts through out. through a caterpillar. Yeah. And so... But well, it's slightly horrendous, if you put it like that. Is that what happens? That is some of the leading thinking. Like, maybe not quite... I've oversimplified it. Yes, of course. But, like... When For we idiots think, like me, we we have, Well, frankly, there's a very documented process called giving birth or reproducing. Where go on, <laughs> you know, life begets more life. Mm. We're thinking evolutionarily, a metamorphosis is actually a slight basketization of that process mm. where it's been internalized. So you're kind of giving birth to yourself. Yeah. yeah. Now, if a human could do that, if a human went go into on. a cocoon and it's came the out movie as a Alien, different person, isn't it? well, yeah. Or, but it's like if a human kind of cocoon themselves and come out as a different human we'd be able to ask them are you the same person from before yeah we'd yeah. be like yeah i can't ask a butterfly you can't ask a butterfly and the butterfly doesn't know any difference so no. how do we know that the butterfly is the same as the caterpillar when it could be a new creature which yeah. has been born out of the previous one and the caterpillar is now okay. dead it would make a children's book less nice i'm not gonna lie uh, it, it exposes the horrific beauty of yes. nature and how we should all be horrible terrified. things must wa- make way for better things. But you know that butterfly. That butterfly's pretty. Oh, it is. There's no doubt about that. No one likes a caterpillar. No, well, no. Ultimately, that's the message here. How long do butterflies live? Uh, I don't know. Not that long. A few weeks. Yeah. It's all. A, it's all a bit pointless, really, isn't it? Ah, uh, but you know, it's all futile. They burn bright and mm, fast. Yes, yes, that's true. I saw a butterfly the other day. I'm sure you did. I've every faith that you did, John. I guess summer is upon us. Summer is summer is here, because you've got hay fever, which is why we're not in the garden. Yes, it's true, actually. I would have loved for this to be in the third part of the garden trilogy. But, yes. Uh, trilogies within trilogies. Indeed. At some point, we'll have to sit down and watch Rocky, as we talked about I this. spoke to Liz about this Gasp. literally yesterday. Gasp. I said, we need to watch Rocky, because I was on Netflix, oh. which you may have heard of. It's a very popular streaming service. I, I think the kids on are On the internet. Yes. On the internet. Get anything on computers. That wasn't around at uni. Um, and um, Creed was on there. Oh, the new one. And I've not seen that, so I was hoping to watch it, which ah. I still haven't yet. Uh, and then we got to talking about the fact that we need to sit down and watch Rocky, which we definitely do. Delightful. I can't believe you've not seen a Rocky film. No, I'm, I'm just am I maintain us. my disbelief about that. Uh, well, I look forward to rectifying that. Uh, do you have any bug anecdotes or anything you'd like to bring up? Very I, few. No. it's not my It's not my area of expertise, if I'm brutally honest with you, John. Well, do you feel as though we've hit a natural conclusion? Perhaps. As ever, it has been esoteric and rambling. We literally do not plan these things. It probably shows. No. Do you think it sounds like a very professional no. thing? We cover trains, we cover bugs, university, football programs. You get, you get a YouTube. You get a lot of science. You get a lot of content for such a. What, how long have we been recording, John? Uh, well, I'll tell you, Reverend. It has been fifty-three minutes. You get a lot of content for fifty-three and some minutes. Some of that's going to be trimmed. Some of that's good. So let's call it 52 and a half minutes. I like it. We'll only cut. we we'll only all, all cut all, all <laughs> out the rubbish. <laughs> it's, it's all. Killer. We'll only cut out the rubbish. <laughs> well, on that note, should we quit while we're ahead? Just about. Yes. Rand, so uh, I guess we're back. Uh, back to a regular routine now. Really? In of sorts. yes. Yeah. I know we had a little blip. Try not to miss us too much. No. I, it's pretty devastating for people. Really. I would imagine they wait by their computers for these things to pop up. I know I wait by the door until you turn up. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well, you took it long enough to answer the door. I was on the third floor, Red. Well, there you go. What do you want from me? um Swifter service. I've got a bad back. I will fall downstairs <laughs> as fast as I can. Jump down three, three flights. Yeah. <sighs> anyway, shall we? Let's. So, uh, thank you for listening, everyone, in this slightly uh, rambling episode. Oh, let's face it, we're all, like they're, that, all they're, yeah. they're all rambling. they're all rambling. So, uh, until next time. You Stay Classy A Bug's Life